Pastor Ravi. Welcome to Sunday service. I'm so glad you are able to join us this Sunday. How have you been? I trust everything is well with you. And I want to say thank you to my beautiful, lovely wife on her talk on love. She's going to have this love corner throughout the month of February. So I really want you to keep a date, not just with her, but keep a date with us. We're having a tag team throughout this month of February, every Sunday. And she spoke today on knowledge being one of the core principles of choosing the right partner. Knowledge being one of the core principles of knowing truly if you are in love with someone. So we're looking forward to having you join us every Sunday throughout this month of February. But I am continuing. It's not a series, so to say, but God has laid, the Holy Spirit has laid this on my mind this year to, to wake us up to growth, to wake us up to personal transformation. Not just for the fact that our year's theme is growth, increase and expansion. And I'm trusting God that we're going to have all of those things this year. But because you probably will get to a point in your life that I believe you should question things. Somebody said that we are always seeking answers. We always want to know the reason for this, the reason for that. When we should be asking correct questions. See, when you change your focus on seeking answers to asking the correct questions, guess what? You will get the right answers to whatever you are seeking for. And that is exactly what I want to do this year, especially the first quarter of this year. The first quarter of this year. Maybe after February, maybe March, maybe the Holy Spirit will relieve me of this body. But it's so, so, so heavy on me to get you to work in purpose, to get you to change, change, embrace for increase and growth. You cannot increase you cannot grow till you change. You can't keep doing the same old thing. And you expect a change. And you expect a different outcome. It just does not work that way. Anytime you want to grow, anytime you want to live where you are for the next level, you must change something. And one of the things that ensures constant consistent growth is personal development. So I really want you guys to commit to personal development this year. Develop yourself. Go for knowledge. Learn a new skill. Go back to school. Whatever it is, develop yourself. Look at yourself and identify those things that need to be changed. And change it. And I'm going to continue this conversation on Tuesday on personal development. Like I promised last Tuesday, I'm going to speak in on the different stages of personal development. And you must know these different stages of personal development so you can go through that entire process to develop yourself. They say the key to growth 
is personal development. The key to growth in your finances, the key to growth in your relationship, the key to growth in your career, the key to growth in your business, the key to growth in anything is personal development, including spiritual growth. So you must embrace personal development as something you must continually embark on as long as you are alive. So Tuesday, Tuesday, for those that want to live where they are and get to the next level, you are the one I'm speaking to. Today, I want to talk to you about failure as a means to growth. Failure as a means to growth. I wrote down here that when you see failure as a means to growth, you numb the negative effects of failure in your life. I'm going to explain what I mean. When you cease to be afraid of failure and you embrace it as something good, every negative effect that failure is supposed to have on you is taken away, is numbed. And that is the truth. So this is something we must understand. And when we understand this, we will consciously turn failure into a positive thing. You will no longer see failure as something negative. You will see failure as something positive. And when you look all over the world at some, a lot of successful people, what you don't know, what most of them will tell you, though most of them are revealing that now, is that a lot of them failed one time or the other in their life. Popular failures are Abraham Lincoln, who tried severally to be elected into a position. He never got it. J.K. Rowling, the billionaire author, the writer of Harry Potter, Steve Jobs, Einstein, Thomas Edison. We can go on and on, Walt Disney. These are popular failures. So not all failures grows you, but the one you learn from. And that's the point I want to make to you today. Not all failures grows you until you learn from them. That is why I wanted to change your paradigm about failure first. Until your paradigm about failure changes, you will not reap the benefits of failure. I'm going to say that again. Not all failures grows you unless you learn from them. And this is something you must discover, you know, actually the, 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 the lessons from the failure, you must discover it, imbibe it, and learn not to implement them again so you can avoid failing that same way again. Don't repeat the same kind of failure twice. I don't mean don't fail twice in a venture, but I mean don't repeat the things that you did that caused that failure to come in the first place the second time. That is how you know you've learned from it. And this is very, very important. So a paradigm shift in your thinking is what changes your perspective on life. And the same goes for failure. Failure plays a vital role in your growth. So recognize this and learn from it. Sometimes you need to give yourself permission to have calculated failure so you can learn the relevant lesson. I like that. I put that down. At times, you might need to give yourself permission to fail 
And that is the truth. Allow yourself to fail so you can imbibe the lessons. See, I have some quotes down here. I'm going to end soon. It's not going to be a long conversation. By Abraham Lincoln, an actual president of the United States. He said, my greatest concern is not whether you have failed, but whether you are content with your failure. And this is interesting. A lot of people fail and celebrate it. A lot of people fail and they're content in it. A lot of people fail and they are afraid to try again. What failure should do for you is to teach you. Learn the lessons, dust yourself up, and try again. Never ever give up. Another quote I have written down, which I love, is from Bill Gates. He said, it is fine to celebrate success, but it is more important to heed the lessons of failure. These are billionaires. These are successful people. And I think you need to listen to them. Einstein said that success in failure is progress. And I think that is very, very insightful. Success in failure is progress. And this is exactly what John Maxwell said he, in his book titled, Failing Forward. You are at this point that you failed. Don't fail backwards and give up. But fail forward. So as you fail forward, you are making progress. And this is just exactly what I want to talk to you about today. I've talked about failure in the past, but I'm talking about it again because... I see a lot of people with so much potential not actualize those potentials. A lot of people with so much potentials and they are not becoming who they know that they ought to be. Who they know that they have the capacity of becoming because of fear. Fear is dangerous. One of the most dangerous things that will totally stand between you and success is fear we must conquer fear fear will stop you from self-actualizing fear will stop you from chasing that thing that you are created to chase but because you are afraid because you are too cautious caution is good but when it is becomes overbearing on you, it stops your growth. It stops your increase. There is no one on earth that have achieved anything that was afraid or fearful. You cannot achieve anything until you conquer fear. Same thing with God. You cannot achieve anything with God. God cannot deliver the things that he has promised to deliver to you until you conquer fear. Fear is the opposite of faith. And the Bible tells us clearly that if you come to God and you come without faith, He is not pleased with you. And if God is not pleased with you, how then can you get God to work for you? How then can you get God to work on your behalf? So hear me clearly today. Kill fear, especially the fear of failure. Why? Would you fear failure when you have not failed yet? 
You see, people, they don't want to try something. They don't want to start that new business. They don't want to go and own an organization or a company that they know they have the capacity to own. They don't want to just put themselves out there because they are afraid of failing. How would you be afraid of something that is not existing? You have not failed yet. So why are you fearing failure? You didn't hear me. You want to do something. You've thought about it. Maybe you've not that ambition for a while. And you have not taken the first step towards achieving that thing because you're afraid of failure. At that point, you've not failed. So why are you afraid of failure? Can you see that we are afraid of something that is not existing? So when you fear failure, you're actually fearing an illusion. You didn't hear me. When you are afraid of failure, you are afraid of an illusion that does not exist. It's like a man traveling down the highway on a hot sunny day. And he looks through his windshield down maybe 500 meters, 200 meters down the road. He sees a pool of water. And he steps on his brakes and stops his car in fear. Oh, there's a pool of water. When I get there, I'm going to drown. And he shrieks <laughs> or skids <laughs> on the highway. And he parks. I refuse to continue his journey. And you ask him, why did you stop? Why did you just make us skid on the highway? He said, look down, look down there. There's a pool of water. When we get there, we'll jump into it. And I don't want that to happen. Won't you look at him funny? Because what he's calling a pool of water that will drown him is just heat from the sun on the colder evaporating causing it to evaporate so that heat is like heat waves as it's leaving and evaporating from the surface of the colder when you look at it from a distance it looks like water this is what we call mirage it is an illusion it does not exist this is exactly how someone that is yet to embark on a project ceases to take that first step because he's afraid of failure. Failure is an illusion. You must conquer it. And that's my mission today. You must conquer it. J.K. Rowling, one of the most successful authors of our day, said it is impossible to live without failing at something. It is impossible to live without failing at something. And this is what J.K. Rowling said. It is impossible to do that. And she said, unless you live so cautiously. See, caution is good. But when it becomes overbearing, it becomes negative and bad. It becomes that roadblock between you and the life that you've dreamt for, you dreamt of. When it becomes so much, it becomes the chasm between you and the next level and the truth is that it is not somebody else or an external factor that put that roadblock between you and your success between you and your dreams the person that put that mountain that roadblock that obstacle between you and your dreams is you you and i think people that have a lot of potential and capacity to achieve a lot of things in life. But fear! Too much caution! 
wash caution. And stop them from living the life of their dreams. It is not your portion. It is you I'm talking to. You. You're the one I'm talking to. I know you have so much potential. You have so much potential. Too much caution is the problem. Fear is the problem. I break that hold of fear over your soul. Now, in the name of Jesus, break, be loosed. You've circled round that mountain of mediocrity. You've circled round that mountain of just enough. Barely pay, paying your bills or struggling to even pay it. You've circled round that mountain long enough. Take that step. Start thinking of ownership of businesses. What are you afraid of? Start thinking of owning something that has to do with your career. Own that business. Stop working for someone. Think about ownership. Start seeking multiple streams of income. Start that business. And stop being afraid. The Lord God has saved and rescued you from fear. Stop giving in to fear. Step out by faith and conquer your world. And the Bible says he created them male and female and gave them dominion. It is time for you to start dominating that your career, dominating your world, dominating your business. The time is now. The set time is now. Be loosed from fear. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This is where I end. There are popular biblical failures. You look at failures in the world, in the secular world, but there are popular biblical failures. Abraham failed. <laughs> Moses failed. Jacob failed. <laughs> David failed. But all these men are listed for you. Though they failed, became men, giants of faith, became men that walked with God, even though they failed. So God is not intimidated with a failure. <laughs> no, 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 no. When you even study the Bible, like my wife would say that God is the God of the underdog of underdogs. People that all their lives, they have been called failures. God is their God. God goes the extra mile for underdogs. So don't be afraid of failure. Don't be. So I've got a question for you this um, evening. Think about this with an open mind. Would you categorize somebody that as his life is about to start, he died. It's what we, we, we normally call premature death. So would you categorize somebody that died prematurely as a failure? His life is about to start. He has not achieved anything. He's about to start. And all of a sudden he was cut off. Will you categorize that person as a, as, as a success rather? No, you won't. You might be hasty. You might, you, you, you might not be hasty to call him a failure, but you definitely will not see him as a success because before his life started it was cut off it was cut short you won't call him a success and that's the truth 
And we always say that it is a big loss. Oh, when you hear a, a young person die, like, oh, what a loss. Losses <laughs> is not a parameter to measure success with. It is one to measure failures. Now, with an open mind, I want you to think about this. And this is where I rest my case. Our Lord Jesus died at his prime. He started his ministry. Three years into the ministry, he was cut off. As he became popular, his fame grew. Everybody knew him. He became a threat to the governor and government. His life was cut off. In our world today, we will say, Oh, what a loss. Oh, the man, as he was nearing success, he was cut off. So you won't really see him as a success, but you will scream that this was or is a huge loss. And it's exactly what happened to our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I've got a question for you. Would you say that Jesus was a failure because he didn't live long? Because he died prematurely? Because he died in his prime? No! Exactly! That is my point. The kingdom of darkness celebrated his death because from their own perspective, they have taken the Son of God and they've killed him. Because he's the heir of everything and we've killed him now. The master have lost this farm, this vineyard, this real estate. We can take possession of it. That's exactly what Satan and the kingdom of darkness taught. 2,000 years ago, that Friday, that Jesus said, it is finished. They thought that this real estate earth they would lay hold of it and seize it. Jesus, while he was alive, told this as a parable about a man that left his vineyard in charge <laughs> in the charge of his, of, of, of his servants. Then after a long time, he sent servants to them to ask them how far for account so that they would be accountable. The Bible says that they will kill the first servant, kill the second servant, Finally, the master said, okay, they've killed my servant because they have no respect for me. I'm going to send my son, my only son. At least when they see my son, they'll calm down and respect him and render accounts. But what did the servant say to themselves? When they saw his son, they got his son and killed and said to themselves, now we've killed the heir. We can lay hold of this business and make it ours. Jesus was talking about himself and God in that parable. And it's exactly what Satan thought he has achieved when Jesus was crucified. This is the exact thing that we will think today when a young man dies in his prime. Oh, what a loss. But what you don't know, in that loss, in that failure, was the reason for his coming. In that loss, in that failure, was the success. <laughs> That's why Satan could not decode. The Bible says that if Satan, the prince of this world, knew that this failure was the entry point, the key to Jesus' success, he would not have killed him. Listen to me. That failure you're afraid of might just be, <laughs> oh my God, the key to your success. The lessons learned from that failure might just be the lesson 
that you've been waiting for to learn, to know about, that will take you into success. So don't fear failure. That's the point I'm trying to make. Embrace it. Learn from it. In it is the key to your increase. In it is the key to your growth. In it is the key to your expansion. And you will expand this year. In the name of Jesus. This is why I close. Hallelujah. <laughs> I know you've been blessed. Father, I thank you for this word. 